Hello and welcome to the Monday, May 23rd, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Seattle, Washington. If you are doing forensics on a system, one question that often needs to be answered is if a particular file, let's say some malware on the system, was opened by the user. Pascal ran into an interesting issue here if this file is part of a zip file. Turns out that WinZip, when you open the file directly without first unzipping the particular archive, does not record that a file was opened. And so in an investigation, you may easily miss this particular artifact. However, depending on the application that's then being used to open the file, for example, Office or Adobe Acrobat, this application may very well record that the file has been opened, but that apparently depends somewhat on the application that was used to open the file. And OVASP is planning to overhaul and update its top 10 vulnerability list. This is, of course, a big project, very visible, and they're now asking for input from the community as to what vulnerabilities you're seeing in your environment. The deadline for any submissions is July 20th, and they tweeted a URL to a survey that you can use to participate in this project. The last version of the OVASP Top 10 was released in 2013. This update may be released this year, but as the call for input points out, may have to wait until next year. And Google released version 4 of its Safe Browsing API. This is particularly important for developers that integrate these APIs into their own product. Now, the main change here is that it is now possible to get distinct lists for various device types. So, for example, specifically for mobile devices. Also, in particular for Android, there is now a Safe Browsing API list included in the OS so applications don't have to implement and download this individually but can just use the one that the operating system already offers. Now in addition to the better support for mobile this new version of the API also warns users before they click on a link that leads to an infected page or if they try to paste a link that links to an infected page, they will be warned. The old version 3 API will be discontinued soon, so you will have to update to version 4. And again, this mostly affects developers, not so much end users. Well, and talking about posting malicious links to other websites, Facebook currently is the target of a class action lawsuit about how it scans user content for malicious links. At least, well, Facebook says that the scanning they're doing is in order to prevent users from posting, for example, child pornography or other outlawed content. If you ever posted an article on Facebook, you probably noticed that Facebook includes a little preview of the a link that you include. And if you ever watched the web logs on the web server, you'll notice that even without uh, that preview, you can turn it off. Facebook will still access your site in order to figure out whether or not the link links to malicious 
content. This does not just happen in links you public you publicly post, but it also happens to links sent in private messages. And that's sort of uh, the subject of this particular lawsuit. So we'll have to see how this ends up and what will happen to this particular case. And Microsoft's Malware Protection Center spotted a new trick that is used by malware authors to hide malicious code in Visual Basic macros. In this particular case, the code was actually entered in the caption field for one of the buttons being used as part of the macro and then a function decoded that string from the caption field that turned out to be a URL from which additional malware, in this case, good old Locky, the crypto ransomware, was downloaded. The intention here appears to be to bypass some detection algorithms that try to look for malicious macros, in particular those that download additional code. Well, that's it for today. So thanks for listening. And by the way, Sans Fire is coming up in July in Washington, D.C. If you're interested in meeting any of our handlers in person, that's probably the best chance you'll get. I think we'll have about a dozen of us uh, on hand for evening talks for our state of the Internet panel and the like. Well, and that's it. And talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.